feels weird having people. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Really kind of nice after the other night. Definitely a whole lot nice knowing that you all can hear me. And my microphone's turned on today. The Lord is good. Is God not? Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Lord, we are not alone. We're surrounded by our church family and the animals and nature and you. Come, Holy Spirit. Stir within us the faithful faith that we continue to share the good news that you love us and you care for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Habit two in Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective Leaders begins, effective two, or, sorry, habit two is begin with the end of mind. Begin with the end of mind. Keep that in mind, because when you think about that, if that's how the Gospels were written, they'd already experienced it. They'd already had the end. And now they're responding to the end, to a new beginning. And so it shapes us and challenges us. In Mark's Gospel this, today, as we've been reading through the Gospel of Mark the last um, six weeks of Lent, it takes us to this place where it reminds us where the end is. And the new beginning are. And the challenge and the call for us to be faithful disciples. Covey said that to begin with the end in mind means to start with a clear understanding of your destination. And it means to know where you're going so that you better understand where you are now. And so that the steps you take are always in the right direction. And so if we begin with the end in mind, we can challenge ourselves to continue to share in the good news and challenge ourselves that as we hear this story, as we hear the gospel message, that we're reminded of God's love for us. The gospel reading for today comes from the gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. Listen to these words. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they could go and anoint Jesus' dead body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they came to the tomb, and they were saying to each other, Who's going to roll the stone away from the entrance for us? When they looked up and they saw the stone had been rolled away, and it was a very large stone, Going into the tomb, they saw a young man in white robe seated at the right side. They were startled. But they said to him, Don't be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He isn't here. Look, here is the place where they laid him. Go, tell the disciples, especially Peter, that he's going ahead of you into Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you. 
Overcome with terror and dread, they fled from the tomb, and they said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. The way this story ends is challenging. Because could you imagine yourself... If you were going to go to anoint your body, this body, if you were going to go pay your respects to someone who, who had died, you're, you're, you're making your way there because the, you're doing your good duty. And you show up and, and, and the stone's rolled away. You're already bewildered, aren't you? You're already wondering what's happened. And of course, like when we would do this, when we would see this, we would go worst case scenario, wouldn't we? His body's gone. It's been looted. You know, maybe it's a zombie. <laughs> But we'd already start having fear and trembling as we approached the tomb. Because the stones rolled away, because we remember when it was rolled forward. And I can only think of the, the, the women that, that arrived at the tomb first. They, 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 they were a little bit scared. But I'm sure within them, they kept remembering those words of Jesus. I won't ever leave you. I'll be with you. So they went in to see and in the story, even though this is a, a weird ending compared to the other Gospels, it's the perfect ending for this Gospel. Because in this Gospel, the beginning of the good news is for us to share. It's the story that we are called to share. And the challenge for us is are we going to share it? Are we going to share how God has made a difference in our lives? Are we going to share how, how our faith has brought us to where we are? Are we going to run and hide? I was looking uh, through Facebook last night, scrolling through. Of course, you do the memories thing. And one of my favorite memories in April popped up. My very first Easter as a clergy person. And here I am holding little Emily. And as we're baptizing her, one of my favorite images of my mother, she's standing over my shoulder. And just the smile on her face reminds me of that great moment. And I always remember Emily's baptism because it started something new for me. Every year since, we've always baptized somebody on Easter. Sometimes I've had to work a little bit harder than others. And sometimes the global pandemic ruins the plans that we had already made. But Emily started something with me. And I wanted to make sure that we always do that. And, and that's a tradition within the church, but I always wanted to make sure that it happened. Because I remember that moment, and, and we'll be able to tell her, and then you know, she'll remember now, she's old enough now, that she was baptized on Easter. Not very many people can say that. Now, I'm baptized on Halloween. <laughs> very fitting for my soul. Because it's also Reformation Day. But this story, this gospel story of, of the good news, the, the, the fear that goes away, obviously they weren't overcome too much. Because if they were overcome too much with fear, they wouldn't have gone and told the disciples, they wouldn't have gone and got Peter, and we wouldn't have the story today. So obviously they were so compelled. So they took a deep breath, got their bearings straight, 
and took that next step of sharing their faith. See, that's what we're called to do. We're not called to hide our faith under a bushel. We're not called to, to just keep our faith and, and, and keep it nice and warm in this nice cuddly spot. We're called to live it out. We're called to help be like Jesus. And if all we ever do is keep it to ourselves and we don't live like Jesus, we're living in fear. Because God is calling us out God is calling us to care for our neighbors. And this story pushes us to overcome fear with faithful discipleship. Elizabeth Struthers, Melbourne, in her commentary on the Gospel of Mark, she said, the Mark's Gospel itself ends with an opening, an opening for the women, an opening for the male disciples. Even Peter, an opening for the women and men of the audience. What will all these characters, inside and outside of the narrative, do now? She challenges us. Clearly, some have taken up the work and keep the story going. Obviously, because we're here, right? And that's our challenge is to keep the story going. Easter doesn't end today. Easter continues on through us as we share the narrative of how Jesus impacted our lives, as we share how why what we do, when we do justice and we love kindness, we do it for Jesus. And so the question I leave with you today are you going to continue to share the good news that Christ our Lord has risen today? Or do you need a moment to let it sit? And what does that mean for you? Or you still don't know yet. All three are acceptable in God's house. But I want to challenge you to don't lean into the other two and be stuck. I want to challenge you to share God's love with everyone. Because that's what the end was in mind all along. It was about love. And I want you to remember this of all things. That God loves you. And so do we. Let us pray. With the pigeons stewing above us and all around us, God, you are with us in every step and every breath that we take. Remind us that every day we have an opportunity to share the good news, your love with everyone in every step and every breath that we take. And Lord, I pray that everybody here does just that. They share the story and how it made a difference in their lives. Because we have a story to tell faithful story. So Lord, help us share our faith with others. Help us not to be afraid. Help us to overcome those things that keep us from growing closer to you. And just let go and let the Holy Spirit take hold of us and lead us to a new beginning. And all of God's people say,
Vai amanhã, sim.